0: Well, you only live once, maybe not And this life right now might be all we've got So let's contemplate the hereafter While we speculate with some laughter
1: About this grim thing that happens to us all After that final curtain call But before you take that final
0: breath Let's laugh about, let's laugh about
1: Welcome to Let's Laugh About Death, the dramedy podcast that celebrates life while contemplating the inevitable. I'm your host, Tim Rooney, and I found out some interesting, kind of ironic news uh, earlier this week. Um, So uh, this is a podcast about, you know, wondering what happens when we die and making not fun of it, but making light of it, you know, to try and help people to cope with um, you know, mortality in general, because it happens to everybody. Well, I went to um, went to my neurologist, and I've been having seizures, like I'd mentioned time before, you know, time and time again on the podcast. Well, they found a tumor in my brain, um, as opposed to my foot. I mean, that wouldn't make any sense. Uh, they found a tumor, and we don't know if it's, you know, uh, cancerous or not. So, but I just find it kind of ironic that here I am talking about, uh, you know, what happens when we die. And now it's like, well, maybe I might find out sooner than later. Um, All signs are pointing that it's not the, uh, you know, the the bad kind of tumor uh, that that my brother said. Um, But, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I always kind of, I knew death was going to happen to all of us. But this kind of makes it a little more real, even. I mean, it's always been real because I've always had death around me. I've always had, you know, close people die, uh, relatives die, friends die, things like that. Uh, not saying I'm numb to it, but I'm 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 conditioned to it more than say some. Um, but uh, yeah, when I when I get uh, when I get that news, the crazy thing is, is I was almost happy because now we might have some answers, you know, and to be honest with you, it kind of lit a torch under my ass. It kind of was like, hey, you know what? If you're going to get anything accomplished in your life, it's time to start getting some shit done. Whether this is bad news or just, you know, an inconvenience, um, it's time to get some shit accomplished. And that's that's how I'm taking it. You know, in fact, I even started a little show on TikTok uh, called TikTok Tumor Talk. Um, it's still under the, the Let's Laugh About Death account. Um, so I'm still going to do, you know, stuff with Let's Laugh About Death. I'm going to start doing little mini talks with that because honestly, TikTok is fun. Uh, they're not sponsoring this episode or anything like that. I just heard about it from uh, somebody I follow and and I'm trying it. It's like, yeah, it's goofy. You know, you put little cheesy effects and stuff on there. I try and keep it from that so much. But um, honestly, part of the reason I'm doing it is to try and document this whole process with the uh, with the tumor, too, because uh, one of my things that I wanted to do with the podcast because i haven't really announced it but i've only got one more episode after this and then i'm going to put the uh podcast kind of on a maybe an indefinite hiatus depending on how my health turns out but at least ending it for the season after next episode um but one of the things i want to do is focus on doing a documentary you know a lot of the same themes in fact all of the same themes talking to people what do you think happens uh getting interviews talking to people who have had near-death experiences in fact um uh, a couple of people that have been on this uh, this podcast, I want to try and see if they'd be down for being involved in this uh, uh, this documentary because I would love to be able to do this for people who are terrified of death, you know. And that was something that I that I I told my neurologist is it's like you know I said just tell it to me straight. I mean, is this something that I've got to you know wonder about if if I've got six months or something, or is this something that I uh uh you know can maybe continue on for a little while, um, I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I do a podcast called let's laugh about death. So, and he was like, really? I was like, yeah. (laughs) So I said, I'm not afraid of dying. I said, I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm not afraid of it. So, um, because these, these stories that I've had with people on here and talking to people, some who've actually had, you know, uh essentially crossed over for a little while uh one guy in particular uh ron um his story was kind of fascinating knowing that there's just something afterwards wasn't necessarily a happy story but he said that there was something and he was clinically dead for an hour over an hour so i mean that tells you something but i uh you know, just, just having different experiences with, with, you know, close calls myself and other people with close calls and other people having things and myself being involved in a, a ghost hunting movie series. Uh, I've seen some crazy stuff. I've, I've experienced some crazy stuff. And it's like, I know this isn't the end. I know that we're not done when we're done here, you know, and different people that I've listened to over the years that have, um, stories that are just so compelling on just proof that there's, there's something more, you know, if, if all we do is come here and eat and then, and, and work and, you know, go to sleep for a third of our life and, you know, just kind of do that kind of stuff. It just seems so pointless, you know? And I like to think that everything has a point. I like to think that everything has a reason, whether it's good or bad, but there's a reason. And, uh, I think there's a reason for living. I think there's a reason for us as a, as a species, you know, because, you know, you could say, well, there's 7 billion people, but I've mentioned this before. There's 7 billion people in a planet of quadrillions of stars or a a universe rather. Um, you know, it's a universe and that's, I mean, quadrillion is probably even on the low end. I mean, there are galaxies that have billions of stars and just galaxies and there are billions of galaxies. So hell, it's probably, it's probably one with a million zeros on the end, or something, for the number of planets and possibilities. So, I mean, the fact that we exist can't just be, you know, just chance. So, anyway, that's uh, one of my catchphrases. You know, that's funny. As I've got, I've got a handful of catchphrases. Uh, exactly. Anyway, uh, no shit. Uh, I've got friends who pick on me about it, and, and it's it's all in good fun. Um, but uh, it's just it's one of those things where. You know i i i sit there and i think about what is the purpose and i'd like to think that me doing this podcast might help a few people you know give that make that my purpose before i check out so but uh speaking of checking out you should check out the tiktok thing it's fun it's fun and check out my tiktok it's under let's laugh about death you know and i call it uh again this i don't know if i mentioned it my memory sucks that's another thing is this is going to help me with my memory Hopefully it'll give me some answers to that. Answers to the seizures, answers to the memory, just answers to everything, you know? And that's, that's why I'm, I'm kind of excited, you know? It's, it's a case of I've got an answer and it's some relief. Sometimes even the shittiest of answers is still an answer and you get some kind of relief from it. Um, not to try and put this on the same level as somebody who, you know, lost a loved one due to a disappearance or murder or something like that. But I, I know that people find relief when they finally find out, oh, our our missing daughter or son didn't just go missing. There's an answer for it. They didn't take off on us. They found their killer. They've, you know, that kind of thing. You know, they get some kind of relief from it. It's not happy. It's not good news, but it's at least an answer. And that's on a much lesser scale. That's that's what I'm talking about. So, um You know, that being said, this is a really weird transition, but uh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to find a way to transition this Um, purpose in life. Uh, My next guest, she started as an entrepreneur at uh, 18 years old. She was on her own from the age of 15, which blows my mind. I got a son who's almost 15 and I could not imagine him being on his own. So the bravery, the just street smarts and knowledge smarts and just guts that that takes. It just blows my freaking mind. I I, I mean, I I am very much in awe of of, uh, her tenacity to be able to stay positive during all of this. And uh, her name is Brooke Dixon, uh, and she is an entrepreneur. And she teaches people how to do, uh, how to start a business with zero money. And that's exciting because there are a lot of people who are stuck in those dead-end jobs, who do not want to you know, do the whole day-to-day rat race, and this could give them some hope. So that's something that I really was excited, and, and, and it, was, it was fun to just talk to her. And I'm going to post all of her websites and things, uh, 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 her resources in the, in the notes, and um, definitely recommend checking it out, because especially if you're somebody like myself who's very entrepreneurial-based, I highly recommend checking her out. So here's my conversation with Brooke Dixon, and enjoy. like coaching type service that you, that you run, um, tell, tell the listeners and myself uh, a little bit more about yourself.
0: Yeah. Okay. So hmm, I would let's start, I guess, in the beginning. So my journey officially started in 2011. Uh, That's when the whole mindset journey started. So I, you know, went through my own things growing up, a lot of trauma, a lot of, you know, heartbreak, pain, all that stuff. And so, um, in 2011, when after I graduated high school, I just decided, like, you know, I just wanted to change, and I really just wanted to change my life. And I just knew, in order for that to happen, I had to change myself. And so, that's where my whole journey of mindset mindset happened. Um, so so from 2011 till now, every year I've just been, you know, learning and researching and just growing and developing and improving. And so one thing just kind of led to another because it really just started off, you know, again me focusing on me, but then I just got this huge passion for it. And I realized, like, while I was changing myself, uh, I was, you know, unintentionally changing people around me. And so, you know, I just, it it really just happened in a sense, especially when it comes to, like, the mindset mentorship, uh, you know, people just gravitated towards me and just started asking me all these questions, asking me for help, asking me for support. And so it really just, like, almost like the life, uh, life pushed me into that direction and I love it. So then, um, you know, entrepreneurship though, then happened a little bit later. I would say I officially became an entrepreneur in 2016 okay. and that, beca- and that was also because <laughs> life also like pushed me in that direction because 2015 was like my year of change. Um, that's when, that's when, you know, I basically like hit, like, hit rock bottom. Uh, mentally, financially, emotionally, everything. And then, you know, I was pretty much just inspired to start my own business. And so in 2016, yeah, I just started my business. Um, I got fired from my job a day before my birthday. And then... I know. And then after I said, you know what, I might as well, um, just start my business. I started my business. And then from since then I just been like a full time entrepreneur. So that's my background when it comes to like the mindset and entrepreneurship. And so, yeah, so I just been doing that. And then again, you know, just naturally happening. That's when like the coaching started to come in. That's when, you know, um, and the mentorship started to come in.
1: That's awesome. That's well. And, and, you know, I, I recently learned something I've been kind of on the the whole mindset journey myself over the last well for a while but it didn't really you know it's kind of it's kind of like when you've got a song that you hear it a hundred times and then finally the words click yeah it's that so it's finally starting to click for me because my wife is kind of she's been she's been about you know uh, about mindset and things of that nature for the you know since we've been together and that's been geez 17 years or so now but um but it, it never really resonated with me until just recently. And, I, and a few years back, I took a course with this uh, one guy um, and I I still visit it and I still go back and I try and, you know, just kind of pick up whatever pieces I can from it. And mm-hmm. one of the things I learned recently is, is oftentimes you might be focused on one particular group, but it might also resonate with another group. And so... Mm-hmm you know, you, what you're doing is you were focusing on yourself, but it resonated with other people. Yeah. 100%. And so, yeah, that makes total sense. And and they were seeing what you were doing for yourself and they were seeing how you were able to, you know, get yourself, uh, in that mindset because I am genuinely, I, I'm genuinely envious, not envious. That's a bad word. I don't like using that word, but I'm genuinely happy for, but also secretly wish I could have the happiness in the sense of, um, just being positive all the time. Cause I don't get me wrong. I, I know how to be happy. I just don't always think about it. Does that make sense? you know? oh, it's, it makes sense. Yeah. It's, you know, I got to try harder that, and there are some people who, you know, they, they will just everything almost, almost to a, you know, to a, to a, a, a compulsion. They're, they're happy about, about everything. And it's like, and I, and I, I love when I see that I genuinely do. You know, it's just it's one of those things I have to stop and remind myself. It's like, no, you have a roof over your head. You have, you know, you have a job. You have uh, uh, whatever kind of things, even though I'm not a big fan of having a job. I've always wanted to be I've always been entrepreneurial ever since high school or so myself. I just never found the right thing. Um, But uh, that's awesome that you were able to get it going right out of high school and, and were able to start touching people and start you know uh uh uh, really resonating with people um you know and maybe not right out of high school you said it was what 2015 or so but still you were still you know in your early 20s and you were starting a business that's I love hearing that that's so encouraging
0: yeah you know I feel like it when it comes to like that um when it comes to the mindset period it it just all comes down to our perception really right our perspectives and I feel like we've all just been programmed to have a different perspective, which, you know, when you think about it, your perspective helps you to acknowledge what your priorities are. And so I think for the people who, you know, wake up every day and make sure they focus on happiness, that's because they made it their priority based on whatever their perception is. And so, yeah, it just really, I feel like it just comes out to our, uh, our priorities. Like, what do we feel is really important to us, you know? And so most people will be, and there's no, I feel like there's no necessarily right question unquote right or wrong I think teachers don't everyone's going to be different but I feel like it's just yeah a matter of that you know there's going to be people who are who have priorities to be more materialistic and you know get the car or something like that or whatever the case may be but then there's going to be people like you said who have the priority of um, you know of being happy more you know of being uh, having a more positive mindset and stuff like that so yeah it really just comes down to like okay what like asking yourself every day what's my priority priority even if it's just for today and just focusing on the present moment Today, what is a priority to me? You know, how do I want to feel today? What do I want to think today? What do I want to do today? You know, how do I want to behave? And I think that, too, helps. It's just focusing on the day and it's focusing on the moment. Then that way, too, you're not so anxious or you're not so stressed or you're not overthinking things, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. That's if you. Well, and and there are times in life where you you have certain priorities that you don't even think about. Yeah. You know. uh, and it almost seems like that's kind of what you're getting at is, is yeah, that same kind of thing where it's like, if you automatically make happiness and, 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 uh, positive mindset, your priority, it's not going to be something you have to concentrate and, 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 truly, like I said, focus on. And it makes it a lot, I don't want to say easier. Um, but it makes, makes it a lot more, uh, less complicated. Yeah. Yeah. A little
0: worse. Mm-hmm. What's that? It's so a little more simple.
1: Yes, exactly. Simple, simple, <laughs> simple, and easier—two different things, exactly. Yeah. So a lot of times people comp- you know confuse those. You can have one simple duty, but it could be the hardest thing. If you're if if your job is simply digging a ditch twenty four seven, well, that's not easy. <laughs> it's simple, but it's not easy. Exactly. So, but exactly. Um, anyway, uh, uh, one thing that I did see that I thought was really impressive. Um, I, I came across your your uh, information from uh, a friend of mine who has a podcast, and uh, he had gotten contacted by you, uh, I believe, um, through another website or whatever. But anyway, the, it, it, there was one thing that I thought was really interesting: is how you said that in in your brief description that you had been taking care of yourself since fifteen. Is that true? Yeah. That yeah. that is that uh, is you. I was I want to make sure I had the right person. That's it. Yeah. That. <laughs> is amazing to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and so that, that goes back to what I was saying in the beginning of like, that's, those were one, one of the reasons why at 19, I like, I just knew I had to make a change. Yeah. Um, you know, I grew up, I grew up different, you know, there's a lot of, painful things happening within my own home. And so, um, yeah, at 15, I really like, don't get me wrong. My parents were there, but, Mm -hmm. uh, weren't necessarily there for me. And so when I was 15, I I really just had to pretty much take care of myself since then 16, 17. And then, yeah, like I was one of those, um, you know, I became an adult, quote unquote, at a very young age, you know, really having to navigate this adult life. You know, I even, I moved out when I was 18, but then officially, you know, I was 19. And so when I was 19, my life started, like, I had to learn what rent was, but all these, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. Things, you know, I had to figure out, oh, I have to go, I have to go find my own doctor, you know, all these <laughs> different things that my mom or my dad used to handle before. Um, And so, yeah, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was about me. <laughs>
1: that's, yeah, no, that's, that's awesome, man. I mean, it's, It's unfortunate that you that you had to do that. But I mean, I honestly, I could kind of relate to some degree in the sense that uh, I was one of those kids where after my dad died, my mom kind of just she just kind of dumped me off with relatives all the time. (laughs) So and so a lot of times I I, yeah, I, I did kind of. I don't want to say fend for myself because don't get me wrong. I lived, you know, I lived at home for a while because I, I paid, I, I paid a rent until I don't know how old I was. You know Um, I was, I think it was, I moved out a few times and I moved back, but I never would have had the guts to move out at 18. I'll be honest with you. You know, I stayed home. I moved out with friends and I'd move back home and I'd move out, you know, out of state and then I moved back home. But Mm. to be 15 years old, starting to already, go in that path, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I was, I was more, it wasn't on my own, so to speak at that age, it was more like, uh, you know, I just was able to just kind of go do my own thing and then come home, eat dinner and then go back out, you know, that type of deal. Um, but, uh, you know, and then when I got a job, then I had my own money and then I got my own, you know, insurance and things like that, but it still was a case of, I still had, a a place to go back home to and when yeah i don't think i really finally moved out shit until i was like in my mid-20s at least maybe even almost 30 when i when i get when i met my wife is when i finally permanently moved out i was always i always had that safety net you know of being able to go back home Mm -hmm. and uh um and and i sit there and i think about it you know you're 15 years old and you've got that responsibility i got a son who's 14 Mm -hmm. and he can't pour a bowl of cereal without making a mess you know <laughs> so it's like i'm sitting there going you were 15 years old holy crap yeah, so yeah it's yeah, we'll impressive
0: just, yeah well just be clear like so when i was 15 i was still living with my mom but it's just the only thing was like i had to fend for myself in a way where uh when it came to money i had to you know take care of my own lunch i had to make sure i bought my own clothes like all that kind yes, of stuff. totally and it rely on at the time, at least you know, my mom was again going through her own stuff as well, and I didn't realize that at the time, so like just as a teenager, it's like, yeah, just having to fend for myself and all these um aspects where your parents are supposed to really be the ones doing that for you totally. yeah it was, you know it was it was definitely hard, it was definitely a different experience, and then that's what that's what led me too, to to because I was depressed pretty much throughout my entire uh journey in high school, and so um. Yeah, it's interesting, but, like, it's funny. I always say, like, stuff like that is such a blessing because, you know, if I didn't go through those things, then I I probably wouldn't be here today speaking about what I speak about and helping the people that I do.
1: And that's very true. I mean, that's – it's one of those things where if you had gone and, you know, had just a average high school experience, you might not have had the drive to try and get to where you're at.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's true. And, and the experience to be able to help people because, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, not saying that when you went through it, it didn't suck, you know, but it's, 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 it kind of comes back down to that whole thing of, you know, you have to fail to be able to learn how to do something. Well, you weren't necessarily failing, but you were not, you, you were, how do I word this? You were doing it on your own the best you could. And yeah, you were going to fall on your face a few times, but it made you only that much stronger of a person.
0: For sure. For sure.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. So Yeah. It's funny because I love that. Like I love looking back on my journey all the time. I feel like um if there's any when it comes, especially talking about the past, that's the only I always tell people, if you're going to think about the past or living in the past, only do it so it can inspire you to move forward. And so, like, you know, I always love to, like, go back to be like, oh, my gosh, you know, look how far I came. And not even just in an external st- um, sense, but in an internal sense, like, my personal development, my mindset, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's just, it's, it's, I feel like it's a healthy thing to do as well, you know. It, it helps you to, like... Um, to stay positive and to also just you know uh celebrate all your wins right Cause i think we always celebrate again external wins but there's a lot of celebration that you can do when even just changing yourself or changing your mind or change or healing something like all of that should be celebrated you know so oh of course yeah yeah, yeah.
1: no that's that's definitely true and 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 the little victories and the big victories and 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 you know just I, I like the, I like your perspective on that though. Not, you know, don't necessarily dwell in the past, but use it if it, you know, look back on it fondly to see how far you've come kind of thing, yeah. you know, cause I look mm-hmm. back on my, on my, you know, 20 year old self, I, I, that post that you put in the, uh, on Instagram the other day where, you know, people think they have to have all the answers by the time they're 30 years old. And it's like, no, nah, I'm still following that. I'm still trying yeah. to figure shit out, you know, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and you know, what's that we cut out a little bit
0: oh okay. and i said that's fine you know because i feel like like that's that's what life is it's a never-ending learning journey like we're always supposed to be learning you know totally. and Hopefully. it doesn't just stop at an age that wouldn't even make any sense <laughs> like if you think about it you know so um yeah it's just like again we just been programmed to have certain percep- uh, perceptions and i feel like that's what that's what really causes people to be unhappy really it's just like all all these you know unreal uh, perspectives that, that just don't make any sense and I feel like age is one of them especially if for some reason in the past year most of the conversations I have with people are always about age and it's like you know they, they don't they feel like they don't have time and all these different things even just two days ago I was with two gentlemen and they're only 31 <laughs> and they really felt like they're so old and oh, they don't God. know it was so, I was like, listen, and I had to, you know, give them a different perspective. And I'm like, look at it like this. Like at the end of the day, yes, you're 30. Okay. But one, you can't really count your childhood because you're a child. You're just living life. You're just playing around. Boom. So that's already like 12, 13, maybe 14 years of your life. Okay. So that's already half. Then you have your teenagehood. So teenage, again, you're just You're just being a teenager. You're just doing whatever. You're not really, you haven't really tapped into life yet. You haven't really tapped into who you are yet. You know, the whole point of childhood and teenagehood is this. We're just, enjoying life we're not thinking about these big things so really you haven't really lived life you know and so maybe you're about 20 years old that's when you start to you know question things that's when you start to really test things out and experience different things and so really you've only been living for life for about 10 years so there's no way you can feel old for in 10 years like i just look at things like i feel like 32 is just such a young number like it's you know, I, I, yeah. So it's like, for me, I think like that's one of the biggest things causing people anxiety nowadays. And I think once you just, it's all about perception. Once you change your perspective on it, you know, things will change for you. And it's funny, I ended up posting, I ended up following up on that post too, and making an Instagram story about it, uh, today, um, because I, I was doing even more research on, on it. And I realized there's so many research studies on that. And, and pretty much what it comes down to, they figure it out. They realize that age is really just a state of mind because they've done studies and they've tested our um, you know, ask questions to people who are sixty and seventy, and people they found that people who are 60 and seventy who have a younger outlook on life mm-hmm. feel younger, they move younger, they live younger versus the people who are the same age and feel old. And so you know it, it really just comes it just that just really shows you it's really all about the mindset. It really just comes down to that.
1: Oh no, I one hundred percent agree. I mean, don't get me wrong. my body still reminds me that I'm pushing fifty. But <laughs> yeah, that's that's well, the that's whole different happened. thing. Yeah. what's
0: that i said well that part we can't help Just yeah. the,
1: <laughs> but my know. mind I still feel like I'm in my 20s mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and it's it's like i i listen you know to to um, there was a period where I got out of modern music, you know, just because I got I you know i I almost felt I think I almost felt like I had to. But now I'm starting to listen to not everything. I couldn't tell you everybody who's popular on the charts or anything. You know, I'll see some stuff show up in Facebook and it's like so and so, I don't know who that person is, but I might not have known who they were when I was younger either, you know, um but it's like music, i, I i'm I'm open more. I've downloaded a bunch of new t- you know new stuff music wise, but more importantly, I don't sit there and go um, I'm, you know, almost 50 years old. I need to just start acting my age. Screw that.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like, what does that even mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, it's no, there's, there's, I don't think there really is any, any set age um, in terms of how you're supposed to act. But quite frankly, I think when people start, you know, doing that whole thing where they quote unquote grow up and get a job and do the car and the house and the, you know and getting married and the blah 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 and the kids and all that and they think that that is the end goal that's when people mm-hmm. start you know kind of getting old and dying
0: yeah for sure exactly it's because it's because it's like they settled you they know settled they,
1: bingo yeah. yes
0: that's exactly it. and like, like once you settle then it's much tell, you're telling yourself pretty much you're settling in, on all aspects of your life so it's like no like at the end of the day until the day you die you are growing, you're supposed to continue growing, you know, it's just like nature, it's like nature is never ending, there's a reason, you know, and we are nature, and that's a a whole other conversation, but, you know, we are nature, and so if nature is never ending, neither are we, right, so it's just about, again, how you look at it.
1: Well, Mm -hmm. exactly, I mean, and then, and then there, you could take it on a, you could take it on a a, a cellular level, because believe me, I'll go all over the place with this conversation, we might get back to the nature (laughs) thing, um, (laughs) But, uh, when you take it on a cellular level, your cells are regenerating every what is it? It's something like a billion cells or something crazy are regenerating every day, you know, yeah, that would be like if you take if you take a you know what i'm gonna I'm gonna keep a very basic analogy here. imagine if you had a band, five mm-hmm. members in the band, and you slowly replaced every mm-hmm. member of the band. Would it not be this a different mm-hmm. band, but it would still be. Mm-hmm. You know, they might mm-hmm. still keep the same name, but it's a different band. Exactly, and, I love that. I love and that's kind of—it's kind of it's like where you're thinking. You. It's kind of like how your body is. Your body's just doing it billions of times, but you're—you're nice. you're the same, but you're different. hmm mm-hmm. And so you're it's always. So... No, go ahead. Yeah. No, no. Listen, I'm keep going. Oh, uh, you know, you're you're always you're always you know the same. playing the same music, if you will, (laughs) you know, you're doing the same, the same talking, the same, you know, uh, uh, personality, same, everything like that. But you have all these different cells. And of course I use the band analogy. I don't even know where that came from, but, uh, just kind of hit me all of a sudden the band analogy keeps it simplistic, you know, Mm -hmm. five, six members, five, six cells, Mm -hmm. you know, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, but you're still the same person, but you're still growing. And so you're always growing. your and yeah. and yeah, I completely agree. Now, granted, your cells may not come back at the, you know, ripe level that they were when you were in your 20s, you know, the the, the fresh level. But honestly, who knows? Maybe science can solve that problem.
0: Yeah, you know, like, because, yeah, I mean, it's funny, too, that you that you mentioned um, like a band as the analogy, because if, especially if we're talking energy and cells and all that kind of stuff, um, a lot of people don't know this, but on an energy basis, it's basically like, I don't know if any, I always recommend this book. It's called, um, the science of getting, no, the science of getting rich, but no, no, no. uh, outwitting the devil. That's it. Outwitting the devil by Napoleon Hill. And he talks about that, the the energy level of, of how our actions and our thoughts and all that produce. And so it was funny because basically he uses the analogy of music. And so what he says is, it's like, it's like our lives is like a music sheet. And so so every thought every action every behavior everything is like it's like you creating your music and so you know and eventually the more you uh repeat the same song you know that's going to be like your music chart for life kind of thing so it's just funny that you brought up the band analogy because i'm always thinking that every day i'm like oh yeah you know because the things you do come back to you right everything is a boomerang uh, all your thoughts your actions your beliefs all that is a boomerang whatever totally. you put out and you know, and anything you put on repeat, it does stick to who you are, and that's why habits are so important. So I just found that I just found out pretty um interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 makes total sense. And uh, um, yeah, in fact, I was doing the audiobook version of um, oh, what's his big book? It's like there's a big one that Napoleon Hill did. It's like the one. It's like the. Oh. Uh, think and Grow Rich. Think and thank you. Yes, you'd think I'd know that, but anyway, um, yeah, I was I was doing the audiobook version of that, and I need to get back to that. I kind of I don't know if I got distracted. I think I had another book that kind of kind of came across my uh, uh, desk, if you will, my virtual desk, and I started listening to that. It's um, um, similar kind of similar kind of feel, but um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's 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 amazing though. You know, a lot of people think that that's all hooey, that's all you know woo woo kind of stuff, and it's like, well, but. How many times do you think about something and all of a sudden you see it or you exactly. think about something and all of a sudden, you know, you st- like I, I, the analogy I use and I'm, I'm I use a car analogy a lot too, Um mostly probably because I'm from Michigan. But uh, um, <laughs> it's uh, uh, like there'll be a certain model of car that I haven't seen in forever. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. I'll think about it and then all of a sudden I'll, I'll start seeing them everywhere. You know, mm, um, yeah, it's just Absolutely. it. It's kind of, you know, and, and some would say, well, you know, you're just now noticing them and maybe that's true. But whether you're just now noticing them again or you're actually, you know, willing them into existence, so to speak, or however you want to look at it, mm-hmm. it doesn't change the perspective that has and the impact it has on you. Exactly. You know, and that's, exactly. yeah, I, I, I totally think that your thoughts, you know, I, I heard a great analogy recently where... um. The the person said that we're actually being bomb- or not analogy but a description rather, uh, where the mm-hmm. we're being bombarded by, you know, imagine like a, a, a millions of light rays, but we're only focusing or we're only allowing in so many, and that's what our mm-hmm. thoughts are doing. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that that makes sense too. I like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It makes you sense. know. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's,
1: Definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I could think of if I could find the. Uh, um, if I can find his YouTube channel, I'll try and look it up. I'll try and I'll, I'll shoot you the link, and uh, I'll throw it in the show notes here too. But mm-hmm. it's uh it's it's um, I can't think of his name. He he definitely is all about you know a little bit more higher level of woo woo kind of stuff. Um, you know he his, he had a video the other day about. Uh, uh, and, and I'm open to that. Don't get me wrong. I don't sit there and just dismiss it and go, oh, this is ridiculous. It's like, no, you know, I, I'm open to anything. Hell, that's what this podcast is about. It's it's <laughs> there are no right or wrong answers there. I don't think there are necessarily right or wrong answers for most things.
0: Yeah. You know? for most,
1: and mm-hmm. exactly. It's like unless it's math, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> that, that's about it, you know, um, because science is changing every day
0: every day every day you know um yeah and it's so true it's like like life is changing every day and it's like we're le- again even scientists are learning every day like that's why they always say when it comes to like uh, uh what is it like health science it's like you have to constantly be researching up on it because things are always changing i mean look at look at food for example right they're always changing the, the um uh i guess the research on food like one day it's you know oh you can't eat carbs and the next day it was oh actually your body needs carbs oh like you know <laughs> yes. so it's like 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 it's because again like it's a never um it's a never-ending process of learning right so totally. you, you can't just settle you can't even settle in learning no. right you can't settle with knowledge you have to constantly just improve and keep learning and keep going until you feel like okay this is this sticks for me you know this is what i feel like it is what it is you know
1: exactly exactly and that's you know and and there are things that we look at now scientifically and laugh at stuff from you know 60 100 years ago or whatever where you know when when i, I one of the things i bring up a lot it, it's funny that you mentioned that whole fact that science is constantly changing it's like yeah egg whites are good egg whites are bad da, 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 and it keeps going you know all those different things especially dietary stuff um but you know, and yeah, the carbs thing, of course, but, uh, uh, there, I remember reading articles where they said that, um, uh, what was it? The human body cannot go faster than 17 miles an hour or something ridiculous when locomotives were starting to come around. And it's like, now we're going at, you know, 3g, 4g and space, you know, uh, 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 rockets and, 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 and high-powered turbo quadruple engine blah 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 you know uh, uh planes and jets and shit like that and it's like they never would have in, in a million years and 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 honestly i think and i brought this up on a recent episode i think the human body is almost starting to evolve more like you've got you know people who can lift more weight and run faster and do more and and you know, those people who can do like that parkour crap where they're jumping and bouncing off of roofs and things like that. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's wild how that right there is showing that people are starting to change a little bit.
0: It's like, it's like, it's like tapping into a whole new, uh, a whole different element, you know? So it's like, I'm all about the woo woo stuff, you know, I feel like I honestly just, because you know, I'm big on my thing is to um, when it comes to stuff like that, I'm big on seeing results. I'm big on seeing success stories. And so I feel like the people who do talk about these things, it's like you see the proof in the pudding. You know, you see uh, uh, the things that they're preaching about. You see that it's real. You see that it's working for them. So it's totally. like there's certain things like that you really can't question. Right. Like there's just certain things where it's like, OK, yeah, that that definitely seems like it is what it is. Um yeah, it's just life is so interesting. That's why I love it. Like I that's why that's why I love just learning about it and just because there's so many there's so many things to learn. Like, you know, we haven't even touched the surface. And even scientists, I truly believe haven't even touched the surface, right? Like even even astronauts and stuff, it's like how long have they been out there? And it's like they still haven't figured out everything. So it's like totally. you know, this is gonna this is for sure never gonna stop. I feel like there's never gonna be a day where people are gonna be like, yeah. We figured out everything. <laughs>
1: like, no way. There's no, no that, well, and I can't think of the scientist's name, but they, they sent us, they got a signal from out in space. Uh, they sent something out and they were basically, they got out like in the furthest. Re- uh, got what, 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 it. I couldn't tell you his name. He was on one of those talks with like, uh, you know, it was like Stephen Hawking, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and, you know, and a whole bunch of these big minds and, mm-hmm. uh, and they were all talking about um, like the edge of space, the edge of – and this this one scientist, he, he like – they did some kind of discovery that when it gets all the way out into space, it's like – it looks like a uh, uh, binary code or something crazy. <laughs> it's like, OK, well, maybe we are in a matrix. But then that means that our ability to do all this stuff is even that much more proven. Because if we are in a computer simulator, we should be able to fly. You know? We should be able to start to we just haven't figured it out yet. But it's it's just I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm on the fence on the whole simulator thing. I hope we are not. But in the same sense, if we are, well then that means that there is something beyond this, which then just supports the whole concept that there would be something greater than ourselves. And if there's something greater than ourselves, I don't I don't think that we would be ending here. You know, and so, you know what, that brings us up to the, uh, the question then of, so what do you feel it with, with the power of the mind and the fact that we're just barely touching on anything in terms of science and that. So what is your, fe- what is your thought that, uh, what happens when we die?
0: Oh, I love this question. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> my answer is, I don't know, but I do believe that there is something just like we just said. And not only do I believe there's something, but I do believe that there's a reason why, you know, talks on energy, positive energy, negative energy, even just using the words, just like you said, like, you know, it's almost like a computer kind of thing that even just using the words of like programming, reprogramming, there's a reason why these words exist. There's a reason why these things exist. And So for me, it's like, I don't know what happens after, but I do know that something that I'm 100% what I believe in. And I do know why we're here on earth. I do believe that we are supposed to focus on reprogramming ourselves. So whatever happens afterwards, we're, we're going to be ready for it, if that makes sense. You know, so that's why I feel like I'm so big on personal development. I'm so big on focusing on yourself and it's not focusing on yourself to forget the world. No, it's focusing on yourself because when you die, it, your soul matters, your spirit matters, how your heart matters. Right. And mm-hmm. so, um, and that ties into uh, everything else too, as well, like if you want to talk about religion aspect, you know, or even going back to ancient Egypt, um, spirituality, uh, where, uh, I believe it's goddess of my where she talks about, having your heart as light as a feather, because if your heart is heavier than a feather, when it, when you die, when you pass away, then whatever, you're just pretty much not going to end up, I guess, in the, I don't know, the, the good part of the computer or whatever it is. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I feel like there and you, you have, and you, and we hear all these little hints and clues across, I, I believe across all religions and spiritualities. And there's always these little clues and there's always all these little ones that like connect, you know, like, so it's like, no matter, You can have 10,000 different religions, but every single religion has that one common denominator, which is love, peace, forgiveness, you you know, and that all comes back to personal development. And so for me, it's like once I once that clicked in for me that that was a common denominator, I just knew I'm like, that's a that's a big clue, you know,
1: I I completely agree. It's that's that's yeah. Mm -hmm. Whenever people sit there and go, well, this religion is this religion They're So it's like, no, their core their core belief is that exactly. And that's, exactly. you know, and I'm not a big religious person. I'm more of a spiritual type person, but I can yeah. see, you know, and, and honestly, there are some people who, <clears throat> excuse me, who like the fellowship, like the, um, the, uh, uh, uh ritual and like all the, the formalities and like the ability to be able to hang out with people, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that's fine. That's I totally think that's fine. The only time I have a problem with religion is when they start saying mine's correct and yours isn't. Yeah, that's yeah. when wars happen. You exactly. know, and that's yeah. not what it's meant to be. <laughs> you know, and that's it's supposed to come down to that whole core love value, and uh, you know, and and I think I think that that's where humanity, uh, in, in, in general, you know. The whole concept of humanity is, is then you start taking, when you take, when you personify a religion and you say, okay, well, a lot of times people don't like to admit they're wrong.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: And so that's what a religion does. It's right. like, no, we're the right one. You're the wrong one. It's like, why can't we both be right? Exactly. Yeah. You
0: know, or can we just both have our perspective? Cause at the end of the day. Like I said, we don't know. No one knows. Nobody knows. Any religion, any Bible, they can say anything they want. But at the end of the day, no one knows. Until someone has officially died, went after the life, um, went into afterlife, and then came back and then told us, then okay. But that hasn't happened yet from as far as I know, <laughs>
1: you know? so yeah, I mean, we've had people who, who have claimed to have gone there. Um, yeah. I know I did talk to a guy on a previous episode who was clinically dead for an hour. Um mm. What he said was not that encouraging, <laughs> but, but he did say he was conscious. So it's interesting. Mm. He basically talked about what I did research later on is, is a place referred to, some people refer to rather, as the void, where it's kind mm. of that place in between. But if he was there and he was conscious and he was aware of it, that means it exists. And if it exists, then that means there's something beyond this. And yeah. why would the limitations just be that? You know, Mm -hmm. um, I've had some very fascinating conversations with people. uh, But one one previous guest, I I quote her a lot. Her Mm -hmm. name was Jill. She brought up a very interesting point of, you know, it's like, okay, well, some people, when they have a near death experience, they see, you know, uh, relatives and Jesus, et cetera, et cetera, and all that kind of stuff. And other people, they see, you know, just a bright light and other people, they don't see anything. And they and she says, well, everybody's life is different. Why should their deaths be the same? exactly yeah you know and it's like i could take a trip to new york and my trip to new york and my neighbor's trip to trip to new york are going to be completely different but the end point is different. still going to be the same you know and so why should our life journey into that hereafter why mm-hmm. should our death journey be the same for everybody some people mm-hmm. it might just be a case of they blank out and then all of a sudden they wake up in this spot you know other yeah. people they go through that tunnel or whatever you know that 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 Blinding light, like you always, you know, that's always personified in, in, uh, um, you know, movies and books and things of that nature. But mm. yeah, I, uh, I, but that's, that's the reason why this question fascinates me too. Is, and that's why I want to do the podcast is because there are so many different takes on it and there is no right answer.
0: Exactly. And I love that. I love that you chose to do that because. Thank you. Like these kind of conversations do need to be had, right? Because I feel like we do have, like we do need to open our minds more, expand our minds more, and this gets people to think, even on a deeper sense. Yes. Um, so I think it's beautiful. So I love it. But yeah, it's it's a great conversation to be had for sure.
1: Well, and I appreciate that, and 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 I completely agree with you. Is is a lot of times people, people whether they're looking at you know what's going to happen after they die, or whether they're, whether they're looking at, uh, um. You know what is the meaning of life or whatever it happens to be it's just a matter of getting people like you said to think about the you know think about beyond themselves think about you know beyond this life because mm. yeah i I don't think we're i I know we're not done when this is when this life is done I don't believe that either you know I don't now what that is I don't know we could be living in you know habit trails in somebody's wall or something I don't know <laughs> but uh,
0: as a, you know, you it's know. So fa- It's fascinating, though, to even think about, like, because because there is so many different just like you said, there's so many different stories, so many different experiences. So it's like it really does make you wonder. Right. Because like you said, some people, uh, you know, they see Jesus when they're going. Some people just see light. Some people see darkness. Um, So it's like it, it really is like, what is it? You know, and and that for me also makes me ask, is that people's experience based on their subconscious beliefs right or is that what it as they're going you know so even that is like that's something else
1: to research absolutely and and there are some theories that that support that that they're Mm -hmm. like well you see what you're comfortable with Mm -hmm. or you see what you're expecting to see and let's be honest let's think about it let's Mm -hmm. say that they're you know let's let's take the whole higher power into perspective Mm -hmm. and if somebody who was hindu Mm -hmm. they're not gonna see jesus Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, yeah, or somebody exactly. who is you know uh uh who is who is agnostic is not going to see Jesus. Exactly, and, and so exactly. it's like I think it would be more what you're comfortable with, and you know, and then there are people. It's like, well, there can only be one true you know savior, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, well, why couldn't there be several? Why couldn't you know? That,
0: well, I say the same. Yes, yes, yes. I'm it, like, it's that, that that's also a thing. I'm like, what? Why couldn't there be? You know, because again, there's there's also different religions that say that they have more than one god or have more than one creator or whatever. You know, so it's like again, it's it's really just we don't know. <laughs>
1: you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, You don't know. Well, and and I uh, I'm not real familiar with um, I don't even remember what religion he was. Um, I know he's from Pakistan, and he he gave me a great explanation on mm-hmm. the whole concept of like the the they have oh, what is the name of the the. It, Forgive me, anybody who happens to be the religion, and and I'm, I I don't mean to offend, but I thought the, the concept was brilliant. Is like the reason why there are so many different you know names for the god or types of the god is there are the different personifications of that god. It's like mm-hmm. a monotheistic slash polytheistic, and it's and he was like in the same way that you're a dad, you're also mm-hmm. Tim, you're also a brother, you're also you know what I mean. So it's like I am all these different people on one time. Yeah, You know, so think about that. And it was just like, wow, that just kind of blew my mind. I'm like, okay. And so the reason why I bring that up is that, is that that is, you know, I I thought that right there could be a taste of what a larger perspective of a higher power could be. The Muslims might be see them this way or see, you know, them that way. Uh, Christians might see them one way you know, and, and I, it's male, female, whatever it happens to be. It could, it, I honestly think it would be both, you know, it'd be both, yes. uh, uh, both sides. Um, I do believe. Yes. You, you know yeah. what I mean? And so yes. it's like, so it's, it's mm-hmm. that higher power is presenting to it's, uh, you know, presenting to people differently in different regions based upon how they came to them.
0: Mm, yes. I love that. I, I agree with that. And I also believe that too, that there could be, uh, i guess a male and female version woman man and whatever um and i feel like for me what made me believe that too it's also just looking but coming back to nature because when you look at nature nature itself has both negative i mean uh uh yeah negative positive, but has both feminine and masculine energy totally yeah well look, that's why i'm like you know it's so interesting
1: yeah well and i mean look at flowers
0: yeah you know exactly.
1: just flowers and then a, not to mention all the different species on the planet and trees even you know i mean they're just bigger flowers really um yeah and and it makes sense it would make sense that there would be male and female in the creation creative side of things as well exactly makes sense. of course that would be blasphemy to some people but hey this whole podcast would be blasphemy to some (laughs) people (laughs) i told you
0: like I said, we all have to have an open mind at the end of the day.
1: Totally. I I, I honestly, I, I kind of take the whole love, love each other uh, one step a little bit further because it might not be easy for people to necessarily love each other. And I personally, I'm like, yeah, I, it, what that's fine with me. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you can't do that, at least just don't be a dick. Yeah. You at know, least. that's a form of love. It's a form, respect is a form of love, in my opinion. Sure.
0: No, for sure. For sure. And that, that like, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, that's, yeah. yeah, that's, that's really, that's really what it comes down to is, is just, just being decent to each other. And I think if people, if people could put themselves, really put themselves in the shoes of somebody else, they might start acting a little bit better towards each other. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, see, I, and I always say that too. I always be like, especially when it comes down to like even just people's problems and stuff, I'll be like, or you know, when someone's even having an argument, I'll just be like, listen, just stop and kind of just put yourself in that person's shoes. That yeah. will change your whole perspective, right? And again, coming back to the word perspective, it just comes back down to that.
1: Yes, exactly. And it's, it's, I think, you know, the, the, the thing is, is a lot of times people going back to just humanity in general, no one likes to be wrong. And people yeah. love to be, you know, and I'm using this as a, in a as a generalization, you know, because yeah. um, don't get me wrong. Everybody does it from time to time in different formats. But yeah. I usually try to be a little more open minded than that and go, OK, well, I'm open to the, you know me being wrong. Just explain yeah. why. Don't just say I'm wrong and don't give me an answer why, you know. Right. Um, okay. But it's it's a case of, you know, a lot of times and it's not everybody. But a lot of times people in general love to be, love to be a victim, love to point fingers, you know, and that's the kind of stuff we need to also get over. We need to start going, okay, you screwed up, get over it. You're not, you know.
0: Exactly. Just take responsibility.
1: Bingo. Bingo. And don't try and compete with people when someone's having a bad day. Because I know yeah. people that, you know, yeah. that there are people who will do that. I'll, I'll have a bad day and, you know, and, and, and I'll have people do it to me. And it's like I've – and admittedly, I, I've not even thought about it until afterwards going, God, I just I just pity competed with that person, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I didn't mean to do it, but oh my God, I did it to some degree. And I think, you know, it's like would people need to have that moment to where they can, you know – let them have their moment let them have yeah. their moment let that you know and then afterwards you can discuss the moment but don't sit there and try and you know i know yeah. people who are bad about that
0: yeah yeah no i know exactly it's like one of those you know when someone's you know uh, expressing their feelings and then their your response would be like well you know you're not the only one with problems or you know <laughs> oh. there's people who have bigger problems than you like those those responses are not healthy
1: no, no. No, no, not at all. Not at all. And, and even not if you all. think you're trying to help somebody, you know, it's and and there have been times <laughs> where if I'm having a bad day, you know, I will try to say I won't I won't do something like. Usually I try to wait till like the next day or something like that and be like, you know, I was doing some thinking and and I had a real crappy morning and then I sit there and I uh, there's a there's a YouTube channel that I uh, um or it's a Facebook channel that I subscribe to. It's called Born Different. And it's with kids and some of them are adults, but they're uh, actually most of them are adults. They were you know, born a certain way or had an affliction at a really young age, whether it's, you know, quadruple amputee or uh, spinal bifida or whatever. Name, the the, the you know, afflictions are endless and it's there now as adults or younger children and they are positive and they are, you know, accepting of their, their affliction, if you will and they are moving on with their lives and they're like yeah i had some bullying and i sit there and go and i get mad and i'm like who would bully somebody like that but people do you know yeah, who would bully sure. somebody who has who's who would bully conjoined twins i mean come on you know and it's like but people there's a tendency for that but yeah. i sit there and i go it's very encouraging cuz i i say okay they've gone through hell and they're positive yeah. You know, some of them have gone on to become models and, you know, whatever kind of stuff. And, uh, and it makes me go, okay, you know what? My problems aren't that big of a deal. And it helps me put it in perspective. So sometimes I do need that whole other people have suffered with worse. It's like, yes, I do. I do understand that I do. And I think that's, that's where the motivation comes from when people say it. However, there's a time and place to say that. Yeah,
0: And I think it's about how you say
1: it. Too. Oh, totally. Yes. Right.
0: Yeah. But well, I love that. Like, I love that how you like it's it's pretty much, again yeah so it just comes out to perspective it's just like you you're just looking at it in a different lens you're just looking to see like you know well yeah it's not it's not to really compare your ass problems or what it is it's like you're just looking at them and saying wow they were able to overcome that so you know what I can overcome it too I
1: totally yeah, yeah. my tr- my troubles are trivial you know right. and it's like in in all honesty that's something I've learned recently is that in the grand scheme of things it's it's all all of it's pretty trivial yeah, you know, yeah. and it's just a matter of enjoying the ride while you're here, doing the best with what you have, and but also not settling. Yeah, for sure, never settle. Yeah, and so, yeah. <laughs> so I do have one last question for you. Hmm. This is something that also piqued my interest as a as a fellow entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, and 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 anything that you want to share with the listeners, by all means, please do. And that's part of the reason why I'm bringing this up is. Mm-hmm. I know you've got uh, your website uh, mm. about uh, uh, helping people with starting a business with no money. That's intriguing as all hell.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I came up with that, I believe it was June, um, because, I, like I said, so I always have, you know, entrepreneurs asking me questions, all sorts of things, and people, you know, needing advice, and so one common thing that I realized, especially with a lot of people I was talking to this year, was you know i have this idea i have this idea i want to do this i want to do that but like you know the main thing for them was like yeah but i don't have the money to start and it just made me think like of my journey so i'm like wait a second <laughs> it just clicked you know and i'm like oh yeah like well when i started in 2016 i didn't have no money you know i literally had like five dollars in my bank account mm. and you know i said and i just i just went through um you know, kind of like this process where I'm like, okay, well, you know, I have $5 in my bank account. Um, you know, I have no money, you know, uh, what business can I start where I don't need money, you know? And then on top of that, the, uh, you know, what connects to the skills and strengths that I have already. And so, um, yeah. So I started, that's when I started the social media business. I started a social media management business. And yeah, like you don't, there's so many ideas out there, you know, that you don't need money to start. And I think that's one of the misconceptions that people have is that, you know, to start a business, to start start being an entrepreneur, you have to have money, you have to have startup money, but it's like, you really don't. There's so many, there's so many avenues you can literally start, especially in the digital world where you don't need money, you know? So I said, you know what, why not just create this quick course to just to teach people, you know, just that. And so, um, yeah. So that's where it came from. I said, you know, cause I, so I like, I like to say, you know, $5 in faith because really that's what it what, That's all I had was $5 in faith, you know? And then I, again, I just looked at whatever skill I had and I just went for it. And, you know, that's why I'm big on the mindset because I felt like if I didn't believe that, you know, it would go well, I wouldn't have, you know, been a full-time entrepreneur. I wouldn't have been successful in that area, in that industry. And so, you know, once when i did start that that business it's funny because once when i did start that business i got my first client the first week and that was just all yeah and that was just all online and then so i I when i seen that and i'm like wow you really can do this you know (laughs) and then you know i just went full in and so i'm like you know i really had i like i had to share that it was just something i felt like god just told me to like just share with people and so yeah that's where it came from
1: excellent excellent that's um, hang on the, on the phone after we're done. I want to get those websites and I want to share those and I want to check them out myself to be honest with you. <laughs> Cause that's, cool. it's one of those things where I've, I've tried several things and, and, uh, you know, I come close, but I never, I never fully resonate with me. And, you know, and so it's like, yeah, I think, uh, something told me that's why, that's why I tried so hard for everybody listening. We, we, I, we've had, uh, uh, to reschedule this. What is this now? The third or fourth time?
0: our third time. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It was it was for a reason. So maybe that's the reason. Exactly. But uh and not only that, Perfect I time. want people to totally. I I want people to be able to benefit from this because I know I know there are people out there who are just not happy with the typical 9 to 5 grind. Yeah. I'm not, you know. That's not what I want to do. I want to be able to do mm-hmm. something, you know, that I'm a little more passionate about, you know. Like huh. I said, I'm an IT, but I really, and I've said this time and time again on my podcast, I'm an mm. art major, you know. Mm. <laughs> it's like I, I want to do something more creative than than just doing, you know, IT type stuff, you know. And of mm. course, my 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 employers and that they'll tell me they're like, well, you know, everybody's it's so creative, it's like mm, whatever. But <laughs> um, so uh, so what's that website?
0: Uh, so it is on uh Kajabi Kajabi's website. Um, I, I would have to
1: give you the link, yeah. Shoot but, me the uh, link and we'll get all that. and I'll put it in the show notes though.
0: Yeah, oh, sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, but I think this was just like what you said, it'll oh, definitely help you because I do tap into that passion part as well. Like, I made sure I didn't miss that part because um again like you don't want to start a business that you're not going to be passionate about you do want to start something that's going to wake you up in the morning so like no especially because you you already in it and you and you want to do art there's so many there's so many options for you to like even mix and mingle those you know so um yeah i feel like yeah for anyone who really wants to start a business no money they don't just don't know where to start this is definitely the course for you and it's free so you know why not
1: that absolutely that you can't go wrong with that i mean it's it's uh, do you take donations or anything like that for it?
0: Uh, I do have, like, a donation PayPal link in my um, Instagram bio. So, yeah, if anyone ever wants to, like, you know, be kind and send some money
1: blessings. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll send you. A, you know, you, you should almost consider uh, getting that hooked up in that uh, Udemy website. Mm, you know? Right. Because you've got a full program. There's so many
0: right there's there's i was checking out it's funny i was actually checking them out there's udemy and there's teachable right and then there's kajabi
1: um and oh kajabi is the same kind of thing is that okay that's uh, yeah yeah. i I forgot about that i have heard of that i i forgot that it's in that same realm i thought that was more of like a hosting site or something so oh no
0: mainly for like course creators so if you want to first yeah check out any of those three sites but they all have different like you know pros and cons so it's really whatever works for you
1: yeah yeah no that's that makes sense though so but um well, hey Brooke, this has been very cool. I I enjoyed our talk. Um loved hearing about somebody doing, you know, doing their their dream, their passion. That always gets me excited. It's kind of like uh it's one of those things that keeps me going too is knowing that people are doing it, people are, you know, able to to do like you said what gets them up in the morning, you know, looking forward to Monday as opposed to dreading it.
0: Right, exactly. So exactly. that's
1: that's awesome. Uh, I'm gonna check out, you know, check out your site out. And again, if I will uh, send you an email, so you can shoot me those links. We'll get those in here for the uh, for the listeners. Um, and anybody who's interested, definitely check it out. If you've ever, if you've ever wanted to do a business, if you've ever wanted to be entrepreneurial, and you didn't have any money and you felt that, that was an excuse, well, no longer you no longer have an excuse. You should check out Brooks' website um, because. Again, you don't have to have any money. She did it with no money. It's possible.
0: Definitely possible. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this conversation. It was amazing.
1: Absolutely. I did too. I did too. So you have yourself a good rest of your weekend, and uh, I will talk to you later. You too. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. And that was my conversation with Brooke Dixon. I just noticed I yelled into the microphone. Hopefully I didn't hurt your ears there, but uh, I don't think the levels peaked too much. So... Definitely check out her website. I'm going to put all the links, again, in the show notes. Check that out. If you want to try and break free from that rat race, if you want to try and break free from the mundane, and again, if you want to look forward to Monday, try doing something on your own. She's got a way to do it. She's got an answer for those who think there are no answers. There's always an answer. And in the meantime, have yourselves a good day. Have yourselves a good life. And just go for it.